program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome back to another glorious round of the Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, today's Wednesday, December the 15th of 2021, day 349th of the year and only, yes, are you ready for this? 16 days to go. Yeah, that's one six days to go before it's all over with. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. And we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues, you know, and those other people that we do stuff with over there. Radio. Oh, yeah, so we are hanging out with our friends at Radio Big.fm, doing the things that we do with them. So that's always a fun time as we are hanging out and going around and all that kind of fun stuff. So hopefully you had a great overnight in regards to whatever the hell you were doing, because that's always important. So as I have told you earlier this week, and we will be doing it throughout, We will focus right away on what are the hashtags that are going on from the overnight. So let's talk about those right away. Um, Hashtag uh, Spider-Man No Way Home was trending on Tuesday. As the film premiered in Hollywood, many fans of the franchise deleted their Twitter app in effort to avoid any kind of spoilers. Hashtag Sandy Hook was trending yesterday on the ninth anniversary of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. 20 children and six adults were killed in the massacre. Can't believe that's already been nine years. I did not realize that that was that long ago at this particular portion. Anyways, also hashtag student loan forgiveness landed on Twitter's top 10 trends yesterday in response to President Joe Biden's not extending student loan relief. And also, Kevin James was trending last night following the release of the trailer of the Netflix home team in which he plays Sean Payton. Uh, The reaction on Twitter was was a little mixed when it was all said and done when it comes to that. So there you go. Anyway, so what we normally do on Wednesdays, because I do believe that it is Wednesday, we do talk about what is going on inside of the world of the trends of also what is going on on the New York Times bestsellers list. I am a big fan of uh, of books, of course. We do uh, dedicate a show on the Jay Allen Show where we talk about books all the time. Uh, I, I have to tell you, before I get into the list, I think the, the, the book that I just finished yesterday was uh, Crazy is My Superpower by A.J. Mendez. 
really good book. I, I it's a, it's a probably about a four or five year old book at this point. Really good book. I, I actually ha- it had been on my list and was finally able to make it to it. So great book if you do get a chance to take a look at it. Anyways, let's talk about what was going on inside of the fiction category and the nonfiction category. At number five, the judge list. In the fiction category, at number four, autopsy. Um, number three, go to the go tell the bees that I am gone. Uh, at number two, Lavation Falls. And at number one, Wish You Were Here. So there you go. Okay, taking a look at the other side of the nonfiction category. Here we go. Will um, was the name of the book by Will Smith. Go figure. Um, at number five spot, at All About Me by Mel Brooks. At number three, All Americans Christmas. At number three, that's by Duff and Sean Duffy. Um, at number two, Storyteller, Storyteller by Dave Grohl, which that book's been getting all kinds of great reviews, by the way. And it seems to be have been on the chart for quite some time, so maybe that's one to pick up. And then at the number one spot, according to the nonfiction category, is the nineteen, excuse me, the 1619 Project. So if you're interested in any of that stuff, there you go. There are some books to take a look at. Anyways, it is currently six minutes past the top of the hour as we hang out on this lovely Wednesday. I think it's time for us to talk to our friends at Feature Story News and let them let you know what exactly is going on inside of the world of the news because I always think that that is important. So let's take a listen now. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Chris Jones. Dawn raids have been carried out in Germany after police uncovered an alleged plan by anti-vaccination groups to kill local politicians. The investigation comes as German media reports an increase in the number of extremist groups looking to use armed force in response to coronavirus restrictions. Trent Murray reports. Several homes were raided early Wednesday by police investigating a plot to kill the governor of the German state of Saxony. Police say the threats were discussed by anti-vaccination groups who used encrypted messaging app Telegram to discuss plans to not just kill the governor, Michael Kretschmer, but also members of his state government. Saxony has the lowest state vaccination rate in Germany and has been a frequent hotspot for protests against coronavirus restrictions. Trent Murray, Berlin. Firefighters in Hong Kong are rushing to rescue hundreds of people trapped in a building where a fire broke out earlier on Wednesday. Officers say smoke was seen coming out of the World Trade Centre building in Causeway Bay, as Richard Kimber reports. Here on the streets outside the World Trade Centre, there is still the arid stench of smoke wafting through the streets as police have cordoned off a large area around the building. I'm watching dozens of people being evacuated by fire crews. Police say there's an estimated 300 people still stuck on the roof of the building after a fire broke out just a few hours ago. The smoke spread through the building and people who were initially told they didn't need to evacuate were then quickly told to do so. Many ended up being stuck on a podium level on the fifth floor of the 40-storey building. Others had to to evacuate up to the roof as their only means of escaping the smoke. India has made it mandatory for international travellers from nearly 50 countries to undergo PCR tests upon arrival. Previously, they could instead choose a rapid antigen test that took only a couple of hours to produce results, as opposed to a PCR test, which can take up to 48 hours. And new coronavirus restrictions are now in effect in England after a series of votes in British Parliament late on Tuesday. Amongst other measures, adults will have to show proof of vaccination or a negative test to enter a large venue such as a nightclub. Giles Gibson reports from London. 
This new package of measures is known as Plan B, and in addition to COVID passes for large venues, masks must be worn on public transport and in shops, and vaccinations are mandatory for National Health Service workers. Almost 100 members of Parliament from the governing Conservative Party voted against COVID passes, but the legislation went through after support from the opposition Labour Party. It's the largest rebellion within his own ranks Prime Minister Boris Johnson has ever faced, another blow to his authority after a series of recent scandals. Giles Gibson, London. From Bureaus Worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, taking another look today at the ambitions of Russian President Vladimir Putin towards Ukraine, as the West continues to try and determine whether he is really serious about possibly invading the country. US officials said last week they don't think the Russian leader has yet made his mind up. They were speaking after President Biden's virtual summit with Vladimir Putin. But why are Russian forces now massing along the border with Ukraine? Misha Glenny is a former BBC correspondent who has worked extensively in Eastern Europe. He argues there's a link between current tensions over Ukraine and Joe Biden's botched military withdrawal earlier this year from Afghanistan. The withdrawal from Afghanistan highlighted to Putin that Biden was less interested in foreign policy and had to shore up his base in the United States. So he detected Western weakness. Putin is not a long-term strategist. What he's very good at is tactical provocations which exploit weaknesses in the West. And that's what he's doing here. The G7 warned Russia only last weekend that any military incursion into Ukrainian territory will be met by severe economic sanctions, plus additional military commitments to Ukraine and America's regional NATO allies. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap our top stories, police in Germany have uncovered an alleged plan by anti-vaccination groups to kill local politicians. Firefighters in Hong Kong are rushing to rescue hundreds of people trapped in a multi-storey building. India has made it mandatory for international travellers from nearly 50 countries to undergo PCR tests upon arrival. And new coronavirus restrictions are now in effect in England after a series of votes in British Parliament on Tuesday. That's the latest feature story news chris jones reporting this show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush rated r safety show on safety fm hey are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format well i got something for you if you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com i'm going to encourage you to do so yeah if you come out to safety fm you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals some are safety professionals some are just people that are talking about safety but we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining if you're kind of trying to figure out what the fm portion is well we're a radio station and also a podcast network you can come out hang out listen to my show the jay allen show you can listen to todd conklin with the pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you people been saying to your friend get a different face and posting on their feet they're super ugly. The thing- 
someone being bullied online, you can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. These days it can be hard to find and hire the right candidates for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs made it easier to find the people that you want to talk to faster and for free. I have to tell you, even before they ever became a sponsor here on Safety FM, we have used LinkedIn Jobs to help find the people that we have here on Safety FM. It's an easy service to use. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified candidates. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash safety FM. That's linkedin.com slash safety FM to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so there you go. 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Wednesday. I almost called it a Tuesday, but it definitely is a Wednesday. Uh, Anyway, so let's get moving and grooving and get you into the hit list of what is going on inside of the world of the news because those things are always important. So let's get that rolling right away. The parents of the alleged Michigan school shooter Ethan Crumbly appeared in court on for the first time on Tuesdays. Prosecutors say that they have over 500 pages of documents and 40 gigabytes of data to share with the defense lawyers. 
Um, so, and we'll begin the preliminary hearings in February. So there you go. Some stuff going on directly inside of the world of the news right away um, of what is going on inside of the glorious state of Michigan. So there you go. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. The NFL has issued a league-wide vaccination booster mandate, but not for everyone. Anyone who is tier one or tier two will need to get the booster shot by December the 27th. This includes players, coaches, and office and administrative staff who um, regularly interact with players. There is a third group, or a Tier 3, who can go about their lives for now. So worth asking, is Tier 3 just uh, more expendable, or why Why are they dividing people up like uh, like this? I mean, that that's a, that's a good question. It's a good question to ask. So why is it that certain... Um, Certain tier levels, according to the NFL, will have to have the vaccination, but not all three. And what exactly is tier three? Um, do we start talking about, I mean, when you say often in, administ- in administrative staff, so what is like tier three? Is that like the water boy uh, and like the people that go get the football on the sidelines and all that kind of stuff? I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, I'm just trying to have a better understanding on how exactly that works. It makes it kind of interesting on how they do, how do you discover what tier you're in? Do you get a letter? Do you get an email and it says, hey, you're tier one, tier two, tier three? Um, or do you just have all kinds of tiers all over the place and you just don't know what to do? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, Pfizer has a pill for um, treating COVID cases, and they say that it's about 89% effective at reducing the risk of hospitalizations and deaths, at least among high-risk patients. An FDA decision on using the drug uh, could come um, in the next few weeks. So if you say the next few weeks, are we talking about next year at this particular point? I mean, it's it's interesting on how you take a look at it. So we have to start talking about this. So does this mean that the pill would be a replacement for the vaccine? I mean, I'm just asking. So and how what is the frequency of the pill? Is it kind of like one of those dewormer pills? Like, you know, in, in, in certain countries, they do recommend that you take a dewormer, right? and this is not a joke, maybe once every six months, twice a year. So would this be something along those lines? Like you take the pill once, and I mean, and then how does it work? Like how do you, how do you test through to make sure that if it's like once every six months or something like that, that you know what the strength is? I mean, how potent it is the, te- is the actual drug um, and being able to move forward with it. I mean, I'm just asking a question. I would like to have a better understanding. And then 89% effectiveness. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're still you're still um, doing better than what the weatherman and um, and what um, baseball players have to do up a bat. So, I mean, I guess that's, that's a good thing. But, you know, 89%, what do you start thinking about? And how do you actually go about doing it? I mean, I'm just asking the question, of course. Anyways, let's continue talking. Wholesale prices are up nearly 10% year over year, according to the Labor Department report. That means that stores need to increase their prices by at least that much to maintain profitability meanwhile and probably not coincidentally uh grocer grocer Bernard kroger has announced that it will no longer offer paid leave to unvaccinated employees who take off because they're because they've contracted covid <coughs> so so did you hear that Kroger has announced that it will no longer offer paid leave to unvaccinated employees who take time off because they're contracted COVID. 
So what do you turn around and say? Uh, paid leave. So do you say that you're just going on vacation? I'm, t- I'm taking a COVID vacation. I mean, I really don't know what you have to say there because that's going to be an interesting one. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, take a listen to this one. 75% of young adults in Generation Z say that the pandemic still continues to affect their health and well-being, according to a study by the health technology company Thorn. Worth noting, young adults are among the least likely to suffer from significant health consequences as a result of contracting COVID. Worth asking, why have we let this happen to this generation? I mean, I don't know. It's a good question to ask because here's the thing. I mean, you have to look at it regardless on how you want to. And you know that people being locked up for a period of time is going to have some kind of a effect on them. Uh, virtual school is going to have an effect. I mean, just taking a picture, a look all the way around. I mean, let's let's just take a look at it. Isolation is different for everyone. I mean, I, I noticed it a lot of my life. I, I was in isolation anyways. It didn't really change a lot about my life. But for others, it has a huge impact on what's going on with theirs. I mean, let's just be realistic. Dating and how you take a look at a lot of that stuff um, is much different nowadays than what it was once before and all that kind of fun things. But how do you take a look at the impact that it's having on them? And this is 75% that's willing to admit that it's had an impact. Now, of course, it's not saying the amount of people they interacted with, but 75% is saying that it has an impact on them. Now, we're talking about the different generations that are out there. The millennials, the boomers, you know, the Gen Xers. But everybody has been impacted in one way, shape, or form. It could be change of job, financial. It could be not being able to handle being locked down, not being able to interact with people. There's so many different things to talk about as we do come about in regards of this. So I don't know. I, I take a look at it and I go, how do you look at this? What kind of impact do you think that it's had on your life? And what kind of long-term impact will it end up having? That's the other portions to think about. Anyways, let's continue talking. At least um, 60 Haitians are dead after a gas tanker exploded um, there in the early hours on Tuesday morning. The Associated Press said that reports that the truck flipped over when it swerved to avoid uh, colliding with another vehicle. When it, the onlooker scrambled to take the um, to take the fuel that was pouring out onto the streets amid themselves and persistent fuel shortages on the disaster plagued the island nation. So many of those, so many people so close made the explosion extra deadly. So that was the other portion that ended up taking place. So imagine that the tanker actually ended up spilling over. People were trying to say, hey, we're having a we're having a shortage here um, when it's related to fuel. So let's go ahead and go out there and try to grab some fuel. And all of a sudden you had the explosion. So, of course, this is going to change everything up just a slight bit there. That's for sure. It's going to make everything a little bit slightly different. So, of course, it had a huge impact. So 60 people dead uh, based on that one right there. Anyway, so take a listen to this. Um, Americans continue to abandon Christianity in droves. A study of Pew shows that uh, 63% of respondents say that Christians, a 15-point slide from the 78% who identified as such um, from 2007, another 29% say that they have no faith at all and almost parallel tick tick up from 16% who said the same back in 2007. On the flip side, one third of Americans have said that their faith has grown stronger 
during the pandemic. So how do you feel about that? It's always an interesting conversation when you start talking about religion, Christianity, whatever you want to talk about. But how how have you looked at these things? Over the last little bit, do you think that your faith has gotten stronger in your religious beliefs? Or have they diminished? It's one of those very interesting things as you take a look at it. I mean, if you're taking a look at this and it's actually ticked down 15% from 2007, I don't know. There's a lot of questions to be asked there for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. Here we go again. The WHO is investigating a, a disease outbreak in South Sudden that left at least 89 people dead. Officials believe that the results of the recent flooding that has uh, brought bacteria and other infections to the area. And they um, there isn't necessarily transmissible uh, disease like COVID for now. So we'll have to take a look at this in regards of what is going on. Because you know how this goes. Things drastically changed relatively quick if you would tell if you would have told me that we would almost be in a virginality of a two-year lockdown of covid restrictions and how things would have changed drastically i would have never believed you there was no way that i would have thought that you know uh what is it contingent Whatever that movie was called, the one that seems like it's very heavily COVID-based many, many, many years ago that came out. That we would be living through that. I wouldn't believe you. But, man, it's been interesting. Now, I will tell you, I do have friends that did tell me at the very beginning of the pandemic that their thought process was that it would be three years. And we are we are going on a strong two at the moment. So I think that they were a lot closer than... Uh, than what we actually thought. Anyways, let's continue talking. A New Jersey landlord, Joseph Santini, um, has been uh, soliciting sexual favors from his tenants for years, and the Justice Department has ordered him to pay $4.5 million to victims in a settlement. Uh, Joseph allegedly made the gross advances in exchange to reduce the rent and then threatened those who uh, rebuked him with eviction. So there you go. Well, think about that. Think about that you have a landlord and all of a sudden they turn around and they tell you, hey, um, if you want to stay here a little bit longer, have some reduced rent pricing and all that kind of fun stuff. We have to get a little ooh la la uh, to get that moving and grooving. Oh, you're going to complain about it. I'm going to kick your ass out of here. I mean, what kind of stuff is going on inside of that world? I mean, I just don't get it. But hey, I guess everybody has to do their own thing. Uh, not the right thing to do, but definitely their own thing for sure. But glad to see that there is a settlement coming about. Anyways, before we get too far into this, I guess it's time to get Johnny Smalls inside of here and let him talk to you about what is going on inside of the Market Beat Minute. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. Equities pulled back again Tuesday following another round of hotter-than-expected inflation data. The PPI came in at 0.8% for the month, up 0.2% from October, and 0.3% hotter than forecast. The figures coupled with core readings and the hottest year-over-year increase on record. If there was any doubt the FOMC would be raising interest rates sooner than expected, this news should lay those doubts to rest. The CME FedWatch tool is pricing in a near 60% chance the first hike will come by May and a 70% chance for two 0.25% interest rate hikes by June. So today's FOMC meeting is more important than ever. The Fed is expected to accelerate the taper, 
and move the timeline for rake heights forward. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one on exactly what is going on inside of the market. It's interesting to me in regards on how quick this seems to be moving all of a sudden out of the blue. Anyways, to continue talking real quick before we get too far into this, uh, Toyota is getting serious about electric car market. They have announced the, the Lexus brand will be 100% electric in the coming years and have committed to making 3.5%. 5 million electric cars by the year 2030. All told, is expecting 30 um, EV models in its catalog within the next decade. So I have to tell you, um, as we hear stuff like that, it's interesting. Don't get me wrong. Electric cars, uh, depending on how you take a look at it, are good, bad, and different. But is there enough of the infrastructure for them to work? Now, keep in mind about this, Tesla has actually been building some infrastructure for their cars in regards to being able to charge them. Now, keep in mind, if you have a supercharger, you can actually charge 80% of the vehicle normally in about 20 minutes. But let's just be realistic. Going to the, we'll say the Phillips station, because it definitely will not be the gas station anymore, will definitely make a lot of that a lot more interesting. Because what is what does it take you on average now? Five, 10 minutes at the gas station. So now we're talking about double the timeline to get you to 80% if you have a supercharger vehicle. So how will that work going forward with other vehicles? How is the tech going to work? How is the battery going to work? And let's just be realistic. A lot of these cars, a lot, a lot of the lower end models, the batteries are super expensive. It's just the reality of the scenario. Imagine this on a standard hybrid vehicle. It's about $8,000 just to replace the actual battery. The big battery, not the starting not the starting of the vehicle battery. So just some stuff to think about. Anyways, let's get moving and grooving. It is that time for us to start talking about what is going on inside of our main story. So I think it might be time to start heading that general direction right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So it's amazing to me that throughout the years on how differently things have become, on how different things have to come about and how warning signs have changed throughout the years and how expectancy levels of things have changed. Now, amazingly to me, I was actually being able to interact with a with a dear friend of mine yesterday. And we were talking about jobs. And we were talking about how some of the things that are put onto job descriptions as of late. How certain things that are having to be listed that when we were younger, there was no way that we would ever thought that these things would have been listed on these things. So it was amazing to me when he was discussing with me that he was looking at a job description and portion of what it said that you could not do on the job site was related to sex and violence, sex in violence. And I was like, wow. Not that I was surprised that you should not be doing those things at work, but I was looking at it and going, how far have we come in regards of having to lift this on a job description that you cannot do any violent acts and you cannot have sex on the premises? Well, probably not have... I'm sure that it had to be more than just the premises. 
But when you start thinking about this, how is this something that we have to put into writing? How come this is something that has to be listed that should not be taking place inside of your workplace? Now, don't get me wrong. I have worked at different places throughout my career where both things have occurred, not with me personally, but with actually where I've been pulled into a meeting because of someone having some kind of violent act that occurred. I've been pulled into a meeting because someone was caught um, having sexual activities inside of the organization, inside of the offices, which was even more interesting at the time. Uh, that was, I think the first time that actually occurred that I remember that I was pulled into a meeting to have a discussion with employees was back like in 2005, so that should tell you how long ago. But it's just amazing to me that we have to get to the point now where these descriptions have to take place inside of the job description, where it's something that it has to be discussed. So as you take a look at this and you start having these conversations and you start thinking about this, what have you seen? inside of a job description that you would have never thought number one would have been there. And number two, that it's sad that we have to mention it now. And I mean, there's a lot of sadness when it comes to some of this stuff. You would think that at this particular portion, it makes it very interesting on how that comes about. But as you start taking a look at this too, let's take a look at this new world that we're in. And I probably shouldn't say it's a new world because we've been doing it for a couple of years now. How do you look at it now when it comes to the whole standpoint of when people work from home. What do jobs descriptions look like now, especially when you're working from home? What is it that they tell you that you can and cannot do? It's an interesting timeline. It's definitely an interesting time with how many changes have taken place and what are those things actually look like. So if no sex and violence is something that's being listed for it not to occur inside of the workplace currently, what exactly is listed for people that work remote? Now, I will tell you, um, as we were having this conversation yesterday, me and the friend of mine, it's amazing the amount of jobs that are available nowadays on the so many different things that you can do in regards of doing work from home. And you can be anywhere in the world. But it also, I take a look at it and go, how do these job descriptions work? Because what can you ask and not ask people to do from when they're working from home? How does that lockdown time work? The interaction of other things that can be happening inside of the household all at the same time. It makes it a pretty interesting time. That's for sure. So don't take it the wrong way as I'm saying this. But is this something to think about in a totally different format than what we have ever thought about this before? That's something to really think about. But then again, like I always tell people, what do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service 
Anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Hey, come in real close. I got something to share with you. Not everybody has a beautiful head. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can pull off the shaved head look. Hey, I'm not digging on people. I'm just bringing it up. Some people out there are losing their hair. Now, I want to tell you about my friends at Keeps. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultation and medication delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Think about that. There's other things that you have to leave your home to be able to pick up, not with Keeps. They have low-cost treatments that start just as low as $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions. It's discreet packaging and proven results. 
Now think about this for a moment. Prevention is key. Treatment can take four to five months to see results. So act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash safety to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash safety to get your first month for free. keeps.com slash safety. Now just remember, not everybody has such a beautiful head like mine. When it feels like I'm lying every time Someone asks how it goes And I save the details that actually mean something Sun is shining but the rain is welcome too Friends are nearby, don't need another view Time is not on my mind but then it's you Okay, there you go, not gonna wake up I remember all things must pass. This is Mind Me featuring Mia Fearman. So, thank you for allowing us to actually play this here on the Rated R Safety Ship. Songs readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Okay, there you go. 42 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out doing the stuff that we do um, together. So that's always important. Anyways, let's start talking a little bit more about what is going on inside of the world. Uh, Just because it's so important. It's important all the time, but it's really important during this time frame. A lot of people are struggling during the holiday season. They just normally do uh, just because of some of the mental impacts that it has on them during this time frame. So let me tell you about my friends, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Know that you're not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to AFSP.org. That is AFSP.org or call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741-741. Hey, listen, it's always good to know a lot of information about this stuff because it's important. You never know when you might need it. It can apply to you or it can apply to somebody close to you. You never know on how that's going to go. Anyways, let's continue talking about some things that are going on inside of the world of the news. Baby brain. Let's talk about that. We're all, we're all, we all do it. Put an infant in, in our care and no matter how hard it is for you to resist, before you know it, you're speaking their language. It turns out that it's a good thing. Speaking baby talk to babies not only perhaps uh, helps parents and caregivers connect with the young ones, um, but it also may help them the babies learn words. According to a study published by the Journal of Speech, Language, and Hearing, mimicking the sounds of a baby makes uh, shows how words should sound coming out of their mouth. The University of Florida researchers said that they found that the ways adults instinctively speak to babies using higher-pitched voices, slower speed, exaggerated pronunciation appeals to them. It is also likely to help them learn to understand uh, that um, what is being said according to previous studies. Fine, now explain to me why I feel that when I speak the same way uh, to my German shepherd, because I still don't understand why I do that. And is there a connection between this fact and the fact that my boss speaks and tells, tells me to, that um, they're going to describe it to me like a three-year-old? There must be a reason why they say that to me, because I just never understand on why they, why they do that. 
Anyways, let's talk about some mice and men real quick, as we are talking on this lovely morning. There are many different uh, supposed anti-aging treatments, so why not one more? Scientists have come up with a with a fountain of youth bill that will drastically increase the lifespan of mice. The team from the Chinese Academy of Science in Shanghai says that injecting elderly rodents with grapeseed extracts increased their, remain, uh, re- their remaining time by more than 60%. It also boosted their overall lifespan by 9%. Um, equivalent, equivalent more than one decade for humans. They say that uh, the plant chemical has the high potential as the way to delay the elite and alleviate uh, and prevent illnesses. It also works with flushing out the, zo- the zombie and the, and the scented cells that also have stopped them from dividing. These aging cells accumulate naturally as people get older and release chemicals that cause inflammation, potential leading to the number of age-related conditions. Never mind that. I just want to to have whatever Rob Lowe's having because it seems to be working out well for him. And yes, in the world of, of the famous fruitcake pills, it makes things um, last much longer than they believe scientifically possible. However, this is also works. We cannot afford to let the mice in the basement get their hands on this because who the hell knows what's going to happen there. I never understand the whole anti-aging thing. It is something that's going to happen unless you live in a digital space. Um, so I don't know. Do you live in a digital space? Maybe that's um, maybe that's something to think about. I I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I'm here to help you, and you're here to help me as we always do these things together. So let's talk about six inexpensive gifts for loved one um, for gifts everyone loves getting. So if you have not done your shopping list. You got you got less than you got ten days before the day, so if you're looking for some stuff, let's talk about this real quick. Homemade or gourmet food, giving food gifts is both thoughtful and inexpensive. Gourmet candy and hot sauces can be bargains, and there's something that uh, suit everyone on your list. Baking something and putting it into a fancy container is a great idea too. It um if it lasts um <laughs> if it lasts long enough to make it out the door, so that's one thing for sure. Festive socks are a great way to add a splash of personality over the wardrobe, and there are lots of companies making awesome novelty socks as of late. They're inexpensive, and you can find a pair that fit anyone's personality. Okay. Uh, five inexpensive gifts that everyone loves getting. So there you go. Maybe it's not six. Uh, coffee and tea and accessories. Coffees and pairs with winter chills and teas flavor from the holiday spices that can easily find it around the time of the year and are perfect for cold weather. There are also plenty of accessories like mugs and French presses. What if um, What is a coffee accessory? I don't know. Maybe a funnel. I don't know. Maybe that's a coffee accessory. I don't drink coffee. Books, they're inexpensive, thoughtful, and can match in anyone's taste. The time, uh, this time of the year, many paperbacks, even hardcovers, can be found under $10, even cheaper if they're used or big, or if you're, or if you know, if you're not a big spender. So just some things uh, to think about. Scarves and hats are other things that you can actually take a look at. They're all over the place during the holidays. They'll also be able to find them for under 10 bucks in a wide range of styles and colors. But but take it from someone who has been there. If your grandma knits, uh, well, there you go. That's the first place to go to. So something to think about. And then last but not least, bath products. Uh, Pretty much everyone could use a nice bath to unwind and can grab um, things like a bath bomb for under $10. Uh, They're even... um, uh, you know, aroma coffee soaps that are out there for people. That uh, that's the type of that they don't have to sit in lavender scented water. They can sit in water in water that smells like coffee. Ten bucks. Apparently, people on the list aren't um, the only ones who'll be um, getting soaked this Christmas. So, just some stuff to think about for sure. I mean, I don't know. I never know what to get people. 
I always look at it and I go, I'm going to buy something. Maybe I should buy something that I would consider that I would use. I, I, I never know what to do. I let my wife do all the shopping. It's a little bit easier that way. And then she goes, you need to pick stuff for these people and these people. And then I go, oh, okay, cool. I'll do that. Anyways, let's get moving and grooving real quick. I think we need to bring John Smalls back in here and let him tell you about what is going on with the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Travis. Joe Namath said, When you have confidence, you can have a lot of fun. And when you have fun, you can do amazing things. I love this quote. Now, I'm not a sports guy, and I know this quote comes from the sports world, but it's transferable to every part of your life, in business, in your personal life, in life in general. It starts with confidence. That's an important first step. Then step two, have fun in all you do. And if you're having fun, you really can do amazing things. And you'll have a better time doing it, whatever you're doing. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. We have all at some point experienced sleep deprivation, and most of us are familiar with how this can impact our cognitive function, increase cravings for carbs, and make mundane tasks more difficult the following day. Something that is not so well known is that poor sleep leads to changes in how the body uses fuel, and you could mitigate some of these changes by altering your diet after a sleepless night. When a body is deprived of sleep, glucose tolerance decreases, and the body is demanding more of it from other sources, such as muscle tissue. Therefore, it is recommended to increase protein intake and decrease fat intake as you are recovering from a sleepless night. Doing so could mitigate the potential loss of muscle mass that comes from poor sleep. For this and more information on wellness, visit alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, there you go. 51 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Wednesday and going through the things that we get to do together. Anyways, let's start talking. No winner for Monday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $333 million jackpot or a 241.5. Five million dollar cash payout so there you go if you're interested in playing the game you still got some time to do so anyways let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of this lovely world of ours um let's take a look at what we got going on today if we take a look back on this date let me see Let's see, back in 1993, Schindler's List premieres. It would be the first film in which Steven Spielberg would win an Academy Award, um, which inclu- or Academy Awards, which included Best Picture and Best Director. That was back in 1993. Anyways, to continue talking, let's talk about some birthdays that are going on real quick. Um, Erica Tham turns 22. Mauda Apatow turns 24. Danielle Ezra, 30. Rachel Bronson turns 31. Josh Norman, 34. Randy excuse me, Ronnie Rake turns 38, Uh, Charlie Cox turns 39, Michelle Dockery turns 40, Uh, Adam Brody turns 42, 
Lee Jung Zhao turns 49, and Don Johnson. Wow, Don Johnson turned 72. Good old Miami Vice fame. So there you go, turned 72 today. Anyways, it is currently 52 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's talk about some days of the year that you can celebrate if you're so inclined to do so. It's National Cupcake Day. Maybe we should celebrate that one for sure. Uh, Bill of Rights Day, Cat Herders Day, and National Wear Your Pearls day so there you go some stuff to take a look at anyways if you have been hanging out with us on our different websites and the things that we do if you are part of the safety fm plus family we have released our newest our newest our newest and our newest book our newest ebook we released that yesterday um in this one where is what are the different parts of the brain we go into the dive of talking about the different things on how your brain thinks how it's compartmentalized and what are the different aspects um, on how your thoughts actually ended up working. So if you're actually wanting to take a look at that, all you have to do is go into Safety FM Plus and take a look at the downloadable content that we have available for the month. Now, keep in mind, as we are interested in doing that, we are available on multiple different platforms. But to be able to download our eBooks, you have to go to the website. That's kind of the way that it works. Sorry. That's how the technology is set up currently. Hopefully that will change in the future, but just wanted to let you know what is going on there. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. Let's talk about did you know. It's no secret that um, stress has a negative effort on your body, Um, but a human study or a new study has found that stress literally makes people age faster at a genetic level. Researchers from Yale discovered that experiencing stress speeds up the chemical changes in a person's DNA that naturally occur as they age. The good news is that learning how to relax helps you live longer. Scientists say that that a promising way of possibly minimize the adverse consequences of stress through strength. Strengthening your emotions and regularly, um, you know, regularly being able to have some level of self-control. Those those things right there will help you out significantly if you're trying not to age as quickly. So I guess with the combination of all the different anti-aging things that we've told you today, I guess it will really help you out. So here we go. Let's talk about some other things, some whack facts for you for today. The real St. Nicholas was a Worry Creek Turkish archbishop who lived in the sunny Mediterranean beach. Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song. The original elf on the shelf in the 1970s was named Fisby. Not Frisbee, but Fisby. Christmas Day boats the fewest relationship um, Christmas Days boasted the fewest relationship breakups and the most engagements. Most engagements on Christmas? Really? That's interesting. Um, mistletoe is an ancient um, is an ancient symbol of fertility and fertility. And the Druids consider it um, an aphrodisiac. So go ahead. If you want to have a mistletoe, knock yourself out. But that's on you, not on me. Um, Also, but uh, the dramatic word mistletoe literally means dung on a twig. Wow. Let's go kiss under the dung under the twig. That sounds so romantic, doesn't it now? Anyways, let's continue talking about some other stuff. Here's some scoops of BS for you. Las Vegas Strip Joints is recruiting recent high school graduates claiming that stripping is a great way to earn money for college. It's true. Every stripper I've ever met was totally only doing it for that exact reason. A study found that today's teens drink, smoke, and have less sex than ever before. In other words, more of today's teens lie to researchers. Christmas is 10 days away, but I haven't started my Christmas shopping yet. Still um, patiently awaiting Oprah's instructions on exactly what to buy. In a deal worth $900 million, LeBron James is becoming a part owner of an ancient NHL Pittsburgh Penguins. The deal was a no-brainer. LeBron's even more so. 
According to a study, people with relationship, <laughs> relationships spend $3,600 more a year than single people. Yeah, that's most of it is for the people who are in therapy. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Hey, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, what else, how else did you come up with the $3,600? I'm just asking the question, of course. Anyways, if you need a random joke for today, I got one for you, for you to use. Which holiday tradition is an absolute must for you each year? I don't really, I think that was the phone starter. There's no way that that is a joke. Maybe, maybe this one's a joke. 2022 is going to be my year to talk about how 2023 is going to be my year. I think that's the joke. Maybe the phone starter is which holiday tradition is an absolute must for you every year. Uh, figuring out a way how to avoid going to do anything for Christmas. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's one of them. I don't know. Anyways, what else do we have going on? If you need something for the water cooler, you can try this. Question. Nearly 25% of us admit that we do this in the bathroom. What is it? Now, the answer is put up a Christmas decoration. Now, let's not go South Park angle here and talk about Mr. Hankey. I don't really think that that is uh, the Christmas uh, decorations that we're talking about. And if you're not familiar with with, uh, Mr. Hankey, well, I would recommend strongly taking a look at South Park this year because that might be something of interest for you. And you you might have some fun. Uh, there's definitely some albums there that you could definitely take a listen to that make it all kinds of fun throughout the year or throughout the Christmas season, better saying, with us, South Park and Mr. Hankey. You know, the Christmas classics. Anyways, 58 minutes past the top of the hour, I will be going over to Radio Big for the next couple of hours or so, listening to some music, doing some things. If you want to come and hang out and do the things together, you're more than welcome on coming over and doing that. We'd love to spend some time with you in regards of going out and talking about what is going on inside of the world of the news and inside of the world of entertainment. So there you go. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. You cannot be anything if you want to be everything. Think about that. Something to think about throughout the day. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Radio Big and SafetyFM.com. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Without you, we can't do what we do. You are the, definitely the most important part of our radio stations, and that is the listener. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who Duh. I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.